Hi, this is Deb McBride, and welcome to my astrology podcast. It is Tuesday, November 20th, 2018. I am in beautiful Escazú, Costa Rica, where I am sitting on my patio and enjoying the beautiful evening where the crickets are chirping and looking at my garden. So it's a peaceful night here, and I welcome you. I am happy to say that we have some nice changes this week. Um, so let's start. The big happy news is that the sun is going into Sagittarius, and that is happening on Thursday the 22nd. Now, if you're an American, if you live in America, it's Thanksgiving Day on Thursday the 22nd, so this is a nice holiday bonus. Jupiter goes, um, the sun goes in to Sagittarius, Jupiter's sign, at 4.02 a.m. Eastern Time, and we'll be there for a month. So, now we know that we have three planets in Sagittarius. We have the Sun, we have Mercury, and we have Jupiter. And this is a really abundant time. This is a really optimistic, uh, having a good time, a great way to kick off the holiday season. And what my teacher used to tell us was the holiday season, the whole lead up to Christmas, if you celebrate Christmas, was that you know, it was ruled by Jupiter. The sun was ruled by Jupiter. There were a lot of Jupiterian energies in the sky. Now, Jupiter is not always in Sagittarius every year because it only stays in a sign for a year and it only goes there once every 12 years. But Jupiter rules the month before Christmas. And then what happens is we switch over to Capricorn on the 22nd when we have the solstice. And that's when things turn different <laughs> because Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. So you have this whole grand lead up to Christmas and you're shopping and you're buying and you're overindulging and you're planning and you're partying and you're going to cook and invite people over and there's going to be big gifts and parties and you're spending money. And then it all sort of sinks in and you have your holiday and it's usually festive and then it all comes down to Saturn. So then the credit card bills come in <laughs> and everybody wants to go on a diet. <laughs> and, um, and what happens is our mood shifts, our, our inherent optimism and faith and goodwill kind of shifts into this Saturn experience, which is um, very different from Jupiter. They're very, very opposite almost. Um, what we used to learn was that, you know, Jupiter... In, um, ruling the heavens and being Sagittarius, being a Sagittarius time, that's all Santa Claus. That's gifts, that's coming down the chimney, that's myths, that's happiness and kids under the Christmas tree and you know Christmas stockings and Christmas cake. And that's all very Sagittarian. It's very, very Jupiterian because it's all about abundance. And, and then we move to Saturn in the Capricorn sense and that's like Scrooge. That's like, you know, why should I celebrate? Why should I feel good? I'm depressed. I'm alone. I'm old. You know, those, those kinds of feelings. Fortunately, this year we have Jupiter remaining in Sagittarius through the next year. So it probably will, Saturn is in its own sign too in Capricorn. So it'll probably be a little easier this year. But my advice is to not spend a lot of money, <laughs> try not to spend a lot of money as we are, you know, in an, a, 
potentially abundant time. So just sort of keep a lid on it. What's going to happen also is that Mercury will, retro, as it's in retrograde now, it will go back into Sag on the 13th of December and it will stay there till next year. And that will sort of keep things moving a bit as well. However, um, Monday, the 26th, this coming Monday, next Monday, um, the sun will conjunct Jupiter. And this is an annual event where the sun and Jupiter meet up and they connect in the sky. And we look forward to this every year because it really is an abundant and positive and optimistic aspect. So what we like to do when there's a sun Jupiter is you can do a ritual. You can do sort of a ritual to the sun and, and open your heart and open your mind and, and Jupiter on the Jupiter sun, sun Jupiter is a really good time to open your mind and be abundant and generous and do something lovely for someone or volunteer someplace or give a donation somewhere or do a favor for somebody and just be open to abundance. So you want to be connected to something abundant and you know, don't waste the energy. Do something good. Um, open the door for something or someone. Take a risk. If you have some things that you know might be a little bit worrisome, maybe Monday's the day to take a risk. Once we get to Sagittarius on Thursday, the sun will be approaching Jupiter. So this should feel pretty good in these next weeks, in these next days. Um, and weeks because the, the three planets will be there in uh, Sag for a little while. So the other thing is that we have uh, Neptune, the planet of spirituality and illusion and creativity and inspired artistry. That's going direct from retrograde on the 24th on Saturday. So this is a long time it's been retrograde. It's been retrograde for about five, six months. And, you know, this is one of the, this is the last um, station direct this year of an outer planet because Uranus will go in January. So here we are with an outer planet going direct on Saturday. And Neptune is in Pisces. It's in its own sign. You might remember last weekend I said there were three planets in Pisces and we should be careful and not get inebriated, but it was a good weekend to do healing and good weekend to sleep and catch up on your sleep. But Neptune going direct is sometimes our eyes get opened, sometimes we get visions, sometimes we get messages, depending on how Neptune operates in your life. You might feel like you're really starting to get serious um, intuition. And that's a really good way to use Neptune. My advice with Neptune is to not take it for granted. So wherever Neptune might be in your chart, Neptune can be a bit of a trickster. And so if it's visiting, say, for example, a money house, Neptune could fool you into thinking you should be investing in something or that financially this is a smart thing to do and perhaps you should be investing in something uh, because someone advised you that way or you have a financial advisor. And you should take a lot of cautionary steps before you do something like that. Neptune can be, a, it's a water-oriented planet because um, it rules a water sign, but it, it really is, and it is a planet of having faith, but it really is a place of flow. So say, for example, some people have Neptune in their money houses anyway, and they have great instincts about investing. So what my advice would be is if you are someone that is going to invest, and if you are 
say, for example, have a money, Neptune in a money house, you might want to really tune into your intuition. And that goes for anything with Neptune. You need to tune into your intuition, get messages, sense what's coming to you from elsewhere, not from your brain, not from your conversations with yourself, from an inspired place. So Neptune really helps us tune into that inspired place. So while Neptune is turning around, it's stopping. It's stopping in its place. It's at 13 degrees Pisces. It's been at 13 degrees Pisces since October 23rd and is going to be there till December 27th. So this is one place where Neptune is. So if you have a planet at 13 Pisces or Sagittarius or Gemini or Virgo, those are uh, places where Neptune will really affect that planet. And, or if you have an ascendant there or something, but Neptune at sort of stopping like that makes us kind of tune in and connect. And that's really important because it's just not moving. So it's just holding on to that one place and it's advising us to just sort of hold on to that place, stay still, be quiet and listen. And that's the best use of Neptune. Um, people use Neptune in a variety of ways, especially artistically and creatively, because it really does help inspire a person. So in that quiet moment, in that moment of listening to yourself and being at peace, it's really good to tune in. If you are a creative person and you are looking for some inspiration, it really is a good thing to do to stay in that quiet place and do some meditation and really connect with what's inspiring you creatively. It's a crazy time right now because of holidays and around the world, people will um, start their shopping and celebrating and connecting with people. So when I see Neptune, such as Neptune, um, slow down like this, my advice is to really take it one moment at a time and stop uh, you know, being buzzed by the outside world. Allow yourself to be really tuned in to what's happening inside. And then you're going to get your answers. Then you're going to get your creativity and your inspiration. Then you're going to not feel like you are overwhelmed by psychic information or just overwhelmed in general because if you're not paying attention with Neptune especially when it's stopping like this if you're not paying attention to what's happening internally you could just sort of feel like your your head's in a cloud and you're not sure where you're supposed to be going or what you're supposed to be doing you're sort of directionless in, in some ways um Sometimes I feel lightheaded around a Neptune direct station like this. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I completely miss it because Neptune's a bit of a trickster and Neptune is a little bit sneaky and it can actually just sort of slip in there and it's like, oh wow, hey, Neptune changed direction. <laughs> How about that? It's like, I totally missed that because that's somehow what Neptune does. It just sort of slips on in there. Um, so, you may be feeling that strongly. I think it's a great time to pay, into, pay attention to your intuition and really feel like you are getting some messages from your guides, from the universe, from your own inner, inner work. So that's a really good thing to focus on in these next few days. Um, and while Neptune is really focused on sort of staying in one place.
It's advising us to stay in one place. So we have a full moon on Friday. So it's really, it's an interesting thing because um, the moon is in Taurus right now and it will be in Gemini on Friday when it, when it turns full. But we are in a Taurus moon for a few days and the moon is exalted in Taurus. So as we prepare to see family and eat a lot of food, if you're, if you're American and you're celebrating Thanksgiving, you are getting that Taurus moon sense, which is I want comfort food. I want mashed potatoes. I want something that's really comforting and, and that I can connect to it with like family and stuff. So it's really a, it's really a comfort food kind of time. And it's funny that it happens to be on Thanksgiving that the moon is going to be in Taurus all day. So the moon's been in Taurus this evening. It will be in Taurus all day tomorrow, the 21st. It will be in Taurus all day on Thursday, but it will be void in Taurus on Thursday. And then it will be full the wee hours of Friday morning. But the void moon in Taurus starts 4.58 a.m. Eastern time and goes into Gemini, leaves Taurus and leaves the void at 11.10 p.m. on Thursday evening on the East Coast. So <laughs> it's interesting because all day, it's just going to be a day of relaxation and a day of eating. <laughs> now, if you're not in the United States, and I'm not in the United States, but I am having Thanksgiving dinner here for people. And so it'll be that for us. But if you are not, and it's a work day for you on Thursday, then just don't expect that all sorts of things are going to happen because it's a void moon in Taurus. So if you do business, it might be a quiet day. If you do business with the United States, it'll definitely be a quiet day. But what you have to do is connect with, you know, your sense of uh, comfort and just sort of make yourself feel good on Thursday because it's kind of a, it's just a nothing day. It's a day to feel good and, and feel nurtured and uh, enjoy that, indulge a little bit. So the moon goes into Gemini, 11, 10 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday, and then uh, about 1230, 12.40 on Friday morning Eastern time, it will go into, it will become full. So you'll see that full moon on Thanksgiving night or wherever you are on Thursday night, you will see that full moon. Um, it's kind of cool because the moon is really going to oppose Jupiter in the middle of Friday night. It will connect with Mercury, which is also in Sagittarius. So we've got three planets once Thursday hits and the sun goes into Sag, we'll have three planets in Sag and Mercury is there and will be there until December 1st when it will go back into Scorpio and then revisit Sag on the 13th and stay there the rest of the year. So Mercury is optimistic in Sag. Um, it's got bright ideas because it's fire and it's creative and Mercury likes that. So we've, we're going to have that sun opposite, the moon opposite sun on the wee hours of Friday morning for the full moon. And full moon's a Gemini. So it's going to oppose the sun. It's like we said, it's going to oppose Jupiter. And eventually it will oppose Mercury because, um, because Mercury is later in Sag than the sun and Jupiter are. But that's kind of a, a beneficial full moon because we got Jupiter involved and it should be really kind of lovely. So I'm expecting that we're going to have some nice aspects of our, our weekend, of our Thursday and our Friday. So that's going to be pretty good. So this is, this is really beneficial and positive. We like this. So 
the good news is that um, once we have the sun to Jupiter on Monday and we have this Neptune direct, this is a really optimistic time and a faithful time. Before Jupiter, before Jupiter, before Neptune was discovered, Sagittarius was ruled by um, Sagittarius was always ruled by Jupiter, but so was Pisces. So Pisces and Sag were ruled by Jupiter before they discovered Neptune. And I think Neptune is a good uh, rulership for the Pisces sign. And but Jupiter is sort of the co-ruler. It's the, it's the ancient ruler. And so while we're having all this Jupiter-Neptune, this is really a time to sort of have faith and connect with your faith. So when I was saying that we have that experience of, you know, Neptune turning around and we have to pay attention to within, it really is a time to connect with our faith. It doesn't matter where you what you believe in or how you believe or where your faith lies, as long as you connect with it. Maybe you need a boost of faith. Maybe you don't have faith. And, and that doesn't mean you have to believe in something religious or, or necessarily spiritual, but it does help. This is a spiritual weekend, a spiritual few days ahead. And it does help to connect with that faith, but you may just need faith in yourself or faith in your family or faith in your partner or faith in the people you work with, the team you're working with, uh, colleagues, faith in some friends of yours. You probably just need to connect with your faith on any level that you need to and just be aware of it. And that's a really important thing to do, especially with all this Jupiter and Neptune happening. So, um, that is, that's a really good time to do that. So enjoy it. We also have the sun opposite Mercury on Tuesday, the 27th. And that's really, you know, something that happens sometimes a few times a year, but it's, uh, I'm sorry, not opposite. It never happens. Mercury and the sun are never opposite each other, conjunct each other. Um, that happens a few times a year, and that means Mercury is combust. So words and thoughts, and you know, this is all Mercury, um, sun, Jupiter. Um, and it's really kind of interesting how they all sort of come together because this is, this is a great time for communicating. It's a great time for ideas. It's a great time to nurture a new idea and be really, uh, you know, optimistic about it. So that's, that's some really good energy right now. There is, let's see, the sun and Jupiter will conjunct at three degrees, four degrees on Monday. And Mercury will be a little further on in Sag, and that's where the sun conjuncts with it on Tuesday. Um, and then Mercury will conjunct with Jupiter on Tuesday. So this is, we got a good, bunch of good days ahead. Use them. Take advantage of them. Push something forward during these next few days. Something that you've been working on. Something that you've been wanting to do. Something where you need some plans and you need some participation with other people. Do it. Go be positive, optimistic, and take that risk now. You have to do it. It's so good right now, um, these next few days. And, you know, I know Mercury's retrograde. I know there may be still some misunderstandings. I know there may be some confusion, but it's okay. You know, we learn things. Mercury retrograde brings the truth out. Sometimes with Jupiter, it gets really illuminated. And now that Neptune's going direct, this is all about illumination. Illumination, faith, optimism. So this is, this is actually a really good couple of days. This, we needed this. <laughs> 
after all the retrograde, after all the, all the backwards motion in these last months, after feeling like we can't get forward, remember this isn't the best time to start something brand new because of Mercury retrograde, but it's a time to work on something you've been planning or working on something that you already work with and boost it and make it go forward. That's the good time for this. So excellent. Um, now, there are no real challenges this week. Too much. I like it. There's a little bit of Mercury square Mars on Monday. It's in the middle of the night. I don't think it's going to be that much of an issue because Mercury moves really quickly. And it's just, you know, maybe be careful with your words. Don't overdo it. Don't overdo it because you don't want um, to sort of put off people or anything like that. So be careful what you say and, you know, just a little bit on Monday. Think before you speak. There's a little bit of that going on. So that's okay. Um, in the meantime, Venus has not really moved far. She's still at 25. She's going to be at 25 until the day after Thanksgiving, which is when she moves to 26. This is actually good. We're going to start feeling Venus moving forward. I feel better since Venus has moved forward. I feel better that you know Venus is actually moving now as opposed to stopping. So that's good. Mars is in Pisces still, still in early Pisces. It's going to be uh, really early Pisces for the rest of the month. And that's good. It's okay. It's finally out of Aquarius. And it's going to stay in Pisces for all of December. And then on New Year's Day, go into Aries where it belongs. So that's a bang, banging up way to start the new year. So It'll be in Pisces, Mars is in Pisces. This is really good, again, for intuition, really good for connecting with insight, connecting with creativity. Jupiter, as we know, is in Sag. Saturn is still in Capricorn and will be there for a while. So Saturn is going to move from six degrees where it is now to seven degrees and stay at seven degrees for the rest of the month. So it's starting to move out of its shadow. Now it went retrograde Saturn back in the spring at nine degrees and it won't come out of that shadow until December 20th when it hits 10 degrees. That is when we're going to start on new territory, December 20th, because besides Saturn, you know, sort of retreading where it's been all year, then it will finally move forward and we can start to think about working on new things. So just as the year is ending. So we'll get our we'll get our list for the new year ready. Now, as you know, as I've discussed before, our friend Uranus is back in Aries again and it's going to be there till March. So we have fire in the sky there, which is good. We have a lot of fire in the sky now, which we were missing for a while. <sighs> for a while it was just all water, all Scorpio, but now we finally got some fire in the sky and we're going to finally start feeling like we want to take some action and be motivated. So we've got the sun in fire. We've got Mercury in fire. We've got Jupiter in fire. We have Uranus in fire. So that's four planets in fire. And it'll be like that for the rest of the month. Um, Pluto, is, of course, is in Capricorn. It's at 19. It's going to stay at 19 for the rest of the month. And Part, almost half of December. It's going to still be at that 19 degree mark of Capricorn. So Saturn and Pluto are not meeting up just yet, but that's the earth, that's the grounding earth energy we need right now. So that's good. We have some 
grounded energy. We have some earth energy. We have all the fire we need. We have two planets in water. We have Venus in air. So we've got a good, relatively good balance of elements right now. So this is, you know, this is, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. This is a pretty decent time. Um, so, you know, hang on to this. In the meantime, as we approach the new week and, and the end of the week, we will be seeing uh, the moon go from Gemini into Cancer. On Sunday, it will be in the sign of Cancer. And, uh, you know, naturally, it triggers Saturn. On Sunday afternoon, it will trigger Saturn. And then on Monday morning, it will trigger Pluto. Because anything opposite Capricorn, which is Cancer, anything in, in Cancer is going to trigger Saturn and Pluto right now. I think with all those really good aspects with Jupiter and the sun and everything in Sag, I think it should be a mitigating feeling. Um, cancer moon, even though the moon rules cancer can be a little, little too emotional, a little too watery. So the idea is with all that moon to Saturn, moon to Uranus, uh, uh, Pluto, sorry. And actually it is going to hit Uranus on Tuesday, but in the wee hours of the morning. So we're going to get, you know, the cardinal planet hit because Uranus is back in Aries. So the moon will be in Cancer Sunday, hit Saturn, then hit Pluto Monday, and then hit Uranus on Tuesday. I'm hoping that all these wonderful Jupiterian aspects, I mean, the moon's aspects are fleeting, but we can have a mood, you know, and try not to indulge that mood. Like I said, cancer moons are often very emotional and can be watery and overly sensitive and just flow. Use the cancer moon to flow because after, like this is the first big Christmas shopping weekend, right? So we're going to have a lot of Gemini energy. So there's going to be frenzy, frenzy, frenzy and crazy and, and trying to get too many things done at the same time because Gemini is the king of multitasking. So when we move into the cancer moon on Sunday, you know, Try to calm that all down as you go into the new week. <laughs> so this is all good. I'm looking forward to this next few days and this week. And I wish everyone a lovely, lovely Thanksgiving if you're celebrating. I wish you all a lovely full moon and a beautiful weekend and a beautiful sun Jupiter. My name is Deb McBride. I have a website, debmcbride.com. I'm also available for astrological consultations. And actually, I want to say something about that. I was talking with a colleague last week, and she was telling me that she speaks to some of her clients, and they don't want to do astrology because they're afraid that they're going to hear something negative or bad. And I understand that. I do understand that. However, um, I know that I myself and hopefully other astrologers that I know too, I, I believe anyway, I've never had sessions with all of them, but um, I, I know that I myself want to help everyone evolve and become empowered. And when I do an astrology chart for someone and I sit with them for the 90 minute session, I work with them so that they understand how to use the energy. And this is what I'm trying to do in this podcast is giving you some really good insight onto what the energy is doing and how we should be using it and how we should be working with these aspects and how the planets are speaking to each other and what archetypes uh, come forward for us. So remember that, you know, you have all the power and that you do not have to be a victim of anything, any astrology 
that's happening in the sky. You just take it, turn it around, and use it to your advantage. Everything, even Saturn, Pluto. <laughs> um, they can be highly empowering, and people who have Saturn, Pluto can do great things with their work and their life. So um, on that note... Have a beautiful holiday, a beautiful weekend. And if you're interested in an astrological session, my email address is deb at debmcbride.com. My uh, Instagram is at debastrology, and so is my Twitter at debastrology. And I put lots of tidbits of information about what's going on astrologically for people on those, on those uh, social medias. And I also do little videos about what we're having astrologically as well. I thank you for listening, and I wish you a a good night.